0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, do you know the difference
1: between leadership and management? This is why pilots have a checklist to land the plane, even though they've done it a thousand times, so that they don't get into that game. Intentional leadership is putting in a system, a checklist that you work with every day and not just do things by gut.
0: We're now going to talk about leadership. It is not an intuitive thing, but if you're a CEO or business founder, you better master that skill. Glenn Hellman is a founder of Driven Forward. He's a leadership coach here in the D.C. region and a budding electric guitarist. We may talk some about that, but Glenn, (laughs) thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Leadership. I think a lot of people think they know what it is, but what is leadership?
1: So uh, probably the best way to sum it up is the difference between leadership and management. Management is how you take care of two-year-old children or less. You put up gates, you give them systems, you protect them. They don't do anything that's not under your control. Leadership is what if you haven't taken your 17-year-old and led them, when they're out in the car alone on a Friday night at 10 o'clock, you have failed. You can't manage a 17-year-old when they're not in your view. And leadership is creating an environment around your team where they behave the way you would want them to if you were there. Leadership scales, Mm -hmm. management fails. Interesting.
0: So using the analogy of parenting, it sounds to me that what you're describing is that every founder imagines that their business is going to grow and every founder believes that somehow they'll magically get a bunch of people to do the things they need to do. And what you're telling me is that something I've seen many times, which is when you're a founder, you may be able to do everything for a little while. You may be able to tell people what to do until you get to be about maybe six, seven or eight people. But beyond that, it's impossible. You then have to get people to do what you want without telling them every day. So what, what you're saying is leadership is the Communication of what's expected without micromanagement?
1: That's, yeah. And and it has to be, the other thing is it needs to be intentional. So if you, if you think about how you um, learn, for instance, before you learn how to play guitar, you're consciously incompetent. You know you don't know. Then you start learning, you become consciously incompetent. And as you get better, you become consciously competent. The danger... In not practicing, not learning new techniques once you're consciously competent, is little things drop out of your repertoire. You stop doing them, you forget about them, and over time you become unconsciously incompetent when you're conscious, from consciously competent to unconsciously incompetent. This is why pilots have a checklist to land the plane, even though they've done it a thousand times, so that they don't get into that danger. Intentional leadership is putting in a system, a checklist that you work with every day and not just do things by gut, but actually being intentional and being mindful of who you are, how you're gonna show up and how you performed each day.
0: That must be really interesting to work with the client because my experience being an entrepreneur and also being a, a guitarist is that a lot of what drives you is the creativity a lot of what drives you is being out on the edge. I mean, I don't always know the next note I'm going to play before I play it in a solo. I don't always know the next thing's going to come out of my mouth when I'm engaging in a sales call or whatever. But you're telling me that they're, they're core competencies. How do you get your clients and the people that you're working with to embrace this need for specificity and for intentionality against
1: what, for many people, seen as a primarily a creative activity? Okay, so... I think just the process of being in it, if you take guitar lessons, having to meet with your instructor once a month gives you a discipline and and forces you out of this unintentional thing into being intentional. Meeting with a coach who forces you to stop reacting to everything but evaluate what took place in the prior month and what should take place in the next month and then holds you accountable next month, did you do those things, is where you get intentionality. It doesn't remove creativity. Uh, It just drags you out of the weeds of being reactionary every day Mm -hmm. and forces you to work on the business instead of in.
0: So you're describing to me uh, almost the difference between being a, a coach and being a... I don't know, a board member,
1: right? Is that a good way to think about it? Yes, or or a being a coach or being a mentor or an advisor, right? So if if a client ever asks me, Glenn, what would you do? My answer is, I could tell you what I'd do, and it would work if you were me. Mm-hmm. It's what's important is to find out what they would do and force them to come up with. A plan, because people execute better on plans they develop themselves.
0: Give me an example, Glenn, of some of the skills that you really think that a good leader has to master, and perhaps an example that we might know here in town of somebody who's mastered some of these skills.
1: Okay, so I would say probably the most important skill. uh, There are traits that every great leader has. If we look at leaders through you know, history, there are traits that every leader has, and they're all different. They all come from a different crayon box of eight different colors. I think there's only one crayon that's mandatory, and that's courage. Hmm. And courage shows up in the ability to not ignore what is happening, to not pretend that the company's going through a rocky period and, and your people, your team won't know it. Not pretend that bad things aren't happening. To uh, you know, take action even when it's not comfortable. Th- th- courage is probably the most important trait. Um, the things that you worry about, if you worry about something while you're taking a shower three days in a row and haven't done something about it, that's not courage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I would say addressing the elephant in the room is uh, is probably the the. Uh, Most important thing. And I think if we look at what's happening with Facebook right now and and Zuckerberg, Hmm. he is not really, he's he's dripping, moving slowly, evolving to Hmm. facing what took place. His stock would have done better. His credibility would have been better had he just said, hey, I don't really know how bad this thing is. We're going to dig into it and we've let you down. And it's probably very bad. So leadership, in effect, is not bravery.
0: Leadership is is courage and being willing to embrace the dark and horrible things and get after them
1: right away. Yeah, well, you know, the the definition of courage or bravery is not the absence of fear, but taking action despite the fear. If you're not afraid. (laughs) If you're not afraid, you're not paying attention, I think is what
0: I would say as a great founder and CEO. It sounds to me like a lot of this is really, as much as anything, self-awareness. Well, Glenn, I want to thank you very much for taking the time today. It was great having you. Thank you. This is Glenn Hellman, a rock and roll guitarist of (laughs) note, but more importantly, founder of Driven Forward.
1: Thanks. (laughs)
0: Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. And a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. Support for this podcast comes from University of Maryland Smith School of Business where students learn to harness data to meet tomorrow's challenges. More information about the Smith School MBA program is available at rhsmith.umd.edu. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two DC region bands, two-car living room, and the Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show tweet us at at what's working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.